Brushing a hand through her long brown hair, Cora Kingston examines her reflection for a moment in the rearview mirror of her car. Her striking blue eyes are narrowed in uncertainty, and she idly wishes she could simply return to her apartment for the time being. Liz, her only friend, had managed to get Cora a job at the most popular bar in town, which isn't saying much considering the size of the town. Everyone in Rheinberg seems to know each other somehow, and perhaps that attributed to how much of an outcast Cora felt like since she'd moved here. The only reason Liz Jamison had become her friend was because she seemed to feel rather ousted for reasons that Cora herself knows little about. She attributes it to Liz's young son and the fact that no one could identify who the father was. Seems word got around town quickly and Cora couldn't help feeling the slightest bit of resentment for the busybodies who like to gossip. Then again, she's sure she'll get her fair share of gossip while working as a bartender. You can do this, Cora, she says to herself, running her fingers through her hair. She straightens, satisfied with her hair and her inner pep talk. She considers the bar. Though she thinks herself a rather cheerful individual in general, she can't help feeling as if she's stepping into something she would regret. She can do little but dismiss her foul mood as PMS. Exhaling a sigh, she steps into the bar to immediately be assaulted by the sound of country music blaring on the jukebox. She narrows her eyes at the sleazy men who immediately turn to greet her, ignoring them pointedly as she steps toward the bar to get acquainted with the other bartender. The other woman offers her a polite smile, but says very little. It suits Cora just as well, and she simply settles in to serve drinks to the town drunks. Well, perhaps lumping them all in the same category is unkind. There's very little to do in the small town besides hang out at the bar. There are some people her age lingering around the counter, and one orders a scotch with a faint smile. She prepares the drink with the practiced ease of someone who had been serving drinks for years. Though she tended to prefer her freelance work as a photographer, it never hurt to have other talents as well. She slides the drink across the counter, accepting the wadded-up dollar bills that the man offers as payment. She uncrumples them to count them, a vague sense of disgust and irritation washing over her. Certainly, it couldn't have been so difficult for him to keep his cash in a relatively organized fashion. Nonetheless, her foul spirit washes away as the customer places another dollar in the tip jar. She smiles politely, and he averts his eyes before quickly shuffling away. A strange lot in town, but she supposes she can get used to it. The other bartender meanders over, smiling at Cora with a cheeriness that immediately makes Cora suspicious. Wow, we almost never get tips in this joint. Must be that new girl charm, the woman grins. Cora belatedly realizes that the crumpled dollar bill is indeed the only one in the jar. She considers the other woman with a severe expression, trying to convince herself to be kinder. How do we split tips? She inquires pointedly, and the other woman looks faintly taken aback. We split them at the end of the day, usually. But if there's just that one dollar, you're more than welcome to keep it. 
the other bartender says softly, her cheerful demeanor obviously having faded. Cora hesitates, drawing her lip between her teeth before thrusting her hand out for the other woman to shake. Sorry, I'm in a bit of a mood. It's that time of the month, you know, she says weakly, and the other woman smiles. I'm Cora. It's nice to meet you. Your name is? Jan. Jan Walker. I'm a friend of Liz's. She's the one who put in the good word for you, the other bartender says with a fond smile. There's something about the smile that makes Cora wonder if Jan is one of...